going on, Wolfpack Nation? Welcome to an exciting episode of Tuffy Talk here. And I'm telling you, this is an exciting one for sure. This has been a bucket list one for me, myself, as I'm a big fan of this man who is here with us. I know we actually had a couple of people commenting saying, when are you going to get this guy on the show? Well, (laughs) here we go. We finally got him on the one, the only Tobias Palmer, number four NC State wide receiver from 2010 to 2012. Tobias, thank you so much for coming on, brother. Hey, thanks for having me, brother. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So again, so I mean, just being 100% honest, I mean, you've always been, uh, you know, one of my favorites more just because I feel like that you're one of the, you know, one of the better wide receivers we've had that doesn't get talked about, honestly. I mean, you know, you were obviously at NC State for only a short amount of time. You came in 2010. You redshirted 2011 was a weird year because mm-hmm. you obviously had TJ Graham you were going, you know, with as well, which obviously, you know, was the guy. And then you had your one year 2012 and then you went on, uh, you know, to the to the NFL. Uh, so, you know, you just didn't have a lot of time at State. But, I mean, what you did, I mean, I, you know, your uh, your last year leading the ACC in uh, all-purpose yards. I mean, because that's the other thing, too, which is very unique, is that, you know, most of the time, especially in today's day and age, you know, most of the time your kick returner specifically usually is, you know, a freshman speedster, sophomore speedster, whatever. But, I mean, you were doing, you were doing it all, kick returning and wide receiving as a – yeah, you know, so I mean, you know, you're doing it all. So I, I do got to ask, you know, first thing, you know, and then we'll kind of back it up a little bit. But was that by choice or was that O'Brien saying this is the best option? Um, honestly, I feel like uh, without conversation, um, they pretty much just threw me in at receiver. Um, I was bummed about it. Um, it took me well, a lot to adjust. More of, I'm talking more of the kick returning side. I mean, again, that's, kick returning, that's, that's that was unique. my specialty. That was my specialty. Um, oh, okay. Honestly. I did that in high school. I did it a lot. I never did punt return a day in my life. Okay. Um, but um, kit return was always my thing in um, high school. And, yeah. you know, I just took it, man, and uh, and, I, and I just ran with it. And I enjoyed it. I had fun. And, you know, now that they've kind of taken that away from the NFL, man, it kind of sucks because, you know, you know, with guys getting hurt and, and everything like that. But it, it still takes the fun out of uh, being able to return kicks. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, and more too, because I mean, I think they're because they they were talking for a while about taking the kickoff out, period, in the NFL, Correct. which I'm like, which I'm like, but like, e- even if even if 95 percent of the time there isn't return, I mean, like, imagine a Super Bowl without a kickoff, like you know, like what right. Devin Hester, like what what there is you that? Go. You know, what I mean, Devin Hester, exactly, like you know, it's mm-hmm. and also too because it just it just kind of takes away you know, potential for players to make rosters, you know I mean? Like you know, somebody like Zonovan Knight, you know, Bam Knight, who, I mean, a lot of people said he could really go in and if, if he doesn't necessarily do something, a running back, which he is with the Jets, right. he could be a great kick returner for the Jets. Co- so, correct. you know, so I agree with you there. Uh, but, you know, want to kind of take a step back a little bit here. So, so, you know, being a North Carolina guy originally, uh, mm-hmm. I want to kind of ask you a little bit because, you know, look, taking a look back at, you know, your, you know, your bio a little bit, you know, especially during recruiting time. So, you originally signed with NC State back in 2008, but yeah. then ended up at Georgia Mil- uh, Military College mm-hmm. and then d- didn't come to stay in 2010. Can you guys kind of give a little bit of background uh, about that? Like, what, um, how, how did that work? So for me, man, um, whenever I was in high school, I never applied myself like I, like I did whenever I saw, okay, like when I finally got my first offer, I was like, oh, man, I really got a chance to go to college and play ball and it'd be paid for. So like... At that point, you know, I was just doing enough just to really get out of high school. Um, but been there, done that. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> whenever you saw, whenever I saw, I had an opportunity to go and be able to to make more of myself. It was more like playing catch up. 
you know, and that's, it's very hard to, to get your GPA back up once it's already going to suffer, you know, quite a bit. And, um, you know, so whenever my senior year came, I took the SAT three times. I took the ACT twice. And I'll, I'm, every time I miss all, all those tests by one point. So, you know, I took I took that uh that detour route to Georgia military. Um, believe it or not, at first maybe the first couple of months I was there, I probably thought it was probably one of the worst decisions I ever made. But it turned out to be a good thing. It taught me, you know, quite a bit with like time management, um, being more responsible for, you know, your actions and everything, man. So it turned out a good thing and um I actually did some great things there where I became all American my um sophomore year before leaving out of uh, Georgia military. Yeah. Sometimes you don't appreciate what you have until you realize you have to work for it. Right? Exactly. Um, th- that's one of those things where it's, it, it could have gone either way. You could have been like, nah, whatever. And then gone on a different path and who knows where your life would have ended. But you were just like, you know what, this is what I want to do in life. Right. And that's a, that's an testament to your, to your will and to your, to your, to your makeup or your inner makeup. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was kind of the same way. Like I didn't take school seriously. Um, then eventually the light turns on for you. Right. I think that's probably what happened for you. So right. um, yeah. yeah, that's awesome stuff. Yeah. Man. Thank you. Appreciate it. So, so tell me, you know, definitely interesting scenario because just to, cause I want to make sure this is correct. So you actually signed with NC state in 2008 and, but then correct. you went to, you went to uh, Georgia military college for a mm-hmm. year and then went to state. So is that common? Cause I'm, I'm, I've, I don't think I've ever heard of that honestly, uh. where you sign with a state <laughs> But then you don't make the academic level, and then you can mm-hmm. come back. That's definitely interesting for sure. It's um, it's common for some guys. I mean, it's it's more of a second chance, um, right? But um, junior college is more like used for people to go and get that second chance to get recruited again. Right. And you got some guys that go there like me that was already committed to someone, and so the whole yeah. deal was was if. I go to Georgia military. I can't talk to no other college. I can't talk to nobody else. I'm strictly NC State's property. So at that point, I felt like, well, you know, it kind of sucks because if Alabama comes in here and they want to talk to me, why not? You know, yeah. so yeah. Um, they kind of had this little deal with the coaches and there and the NC State coaches at the time. Like, hey, don't allow nobody else to talk to them. You know, we want them here. So... They kind of kept me away when scouts came around or other coaches came around. Um, mm-hmm. They kept me away from them. So. I got you. So tell me a little bit about your recruitment, actually, too, because I am very curious because, uh, you know, <laughs> I have, I've had a uh, couple of different friends of mine uh, that have gotten mm-hmm. recruited by Tom O'Brien. Uh, and uh, it's very different, for sure. I mean, obviously, you know, Tom O'Brien's yes. you know, style of play, I mean, it's very, you know, old school, military style you know, mm-hmm. discipline, straightforward, like, you know, I'm not going to fluff it for you. I'm just going to tell you, tell it to you like it is, uh, right. you know, and also too, the years that you were coming, you know, you were looking at state as well is really, that was that transition year uh, as well. Uh, so, you know, really moving into the Russell Wilson era, you know, uh, you're kind of figuring that out a little bit as well. So, so tell me a little bit about, you know, the first time you, you spoke with, uh, NC state, like, you know, and what was the recruitment like with Tom O'Brien? Oh man. Uh, well, believe it or not, Tom O'Brien wasn't even my recruiter. So, um, really, I, re- I, I committed to Chuck Amato. Oh, sick. Nice. Yeah. So Chuck Amato, uh, was a guy that, man, um, he came to the school, my high school and he offered me 
himself, you know, and uh, that's awesome. Believe it or not, um, growing up like in Florida State. Uh, so this is, hey. this is another thing. So I grew nice. up like in Florida State um, my whole childhood. Uh, Chuck Amato, his background is from Florida State. He's a Florida State guy. Yep. So um, before the school, he would have left us for. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, so before actually yeah. before committing to Chuck Amato, I was verbally and it hadn't came out. I was already verbally committed to Florida State because I had committed to really? um, Bobby Bowden. Two days wow. after I verbally committed and talked to Coach Bowden on the phone, five uh, I think it was like two or three days later, he had resigned as head coach. So at that point, I didn't want to really want to play for no one else. So yeah. I um, committed to. Chuck. Chuck, we talked numerous times during the week. Um, he always checked. He always asked me, how's your grades? How's your grades? How's your grades? And, you know, are you getting them up? And that was a big thing for me and him to, to build that relationship because he cared more about my schooling than me playing ball, you know, and he knows I can play football. It, it was no doubt in his mind that I couldn't play. It was just more focused on the schoolwork at the time. And, um, you know, as, as going through that recruiting process, um, I've had other schools come in from like Miami, to South Carolina, uh, I think UNC ain't no thing. UNC Bush Davis was the head coach at that time. He comes in the school and he's trying to, you know, offer yeah. me. I looked at my head coach and I was like, "Can I go back to class?" He was like, "You just got an offer from Carolina, son." <laughs> I said, "I said, can I go back to class?" So, um, it's always oh, it's always great. been in, it's it's always been in my blood, man. To never I, I never rooted for Carolina or nothing. Nothing. Be honest with you. Uh, grew up a Duke fan in basketball. Just being honest. Uh, but you know, um, never okay. liked Carolina. Never liked Carolina, man. And um, it was just instilled inside of me, man. You know, to always go opposite way of them, and that's what I did. So, um, it was I'm it was kidding. it was pretty interesting. It was pretty interesting during the uh, you know, the whole process of the recruiting. Um, yep. I mean. It's very hard on, on signing day, though. Don't get me wrong, man. I mean, you got a lot of thoughts going through your head, like, is it the right decision for me and my family? Or is it the right decision for me? Um, so a lot of things went through my head that day. And uh, after signing, I felt like, okay, you know, I'm home. I still have family to come and support me. And NC State seemed like a good fit for me. So I chose yeah. State. Yep. Well, well, I'll tell you, obviously, you know, recruiting is a lot different nowadays than it was <laughs> then for sure, you know, and yes. I want to kind of, you know, but before, before we kind of continue to your time to stay, I do want to go ahead since it's, you know, already in the air, you know, I really do want to get your thoughts. I mean, what, is, what are your thoughts right now on, you know, the state of college football, you know, with the transfer portal with NIL, yeah. I mean, could you, could you imagine being guaranteed from the moment you walk on a state's Man. campus, you're guaranteed $25,000 minimum in NIL deals? A year. So we had this talk last night, believe it or not. <laughs> and oh. I would probably be I probably wouldn't have even went to the NFL, to be honest with you. Yeah. If I if I had that money coming through college as uh with NIL deals, there's no telling how many I would have gotten. Um <laughs> yeah. Be and just being honest, um it's no telling how many I would have gotten, how much money I would have been paid over the time that I was at NC State. And if I would have thought about going to the league, you know, maybe, maybe not. Um, but sure. I feel like kids now, man, like they haven't made. They really do. Like we will look, we will look forward to our refund checks that we would get. You know, 
And which would be about, you know, maybe two grand. Oh, two dollars and seventy five cents. There you go. You know? <laughs> yeah. Not not that much, but like for kids now, like yeah. making big like big money. So I mean, would you say that you almost prefer the way it is now then? I mean, like when you say of the course. guy made it. Of course, yeah. by all means. By all means, I love the way it is right now. Um okay. I mean, and the reason why I say that is because, you know, it, it, it keeps it keeps the guys going, you know, and it's like I'm gonna explain how it was whenever I was there. For me, I felt like, you know, they're selling our jerseys in stores with our number on the back. Um, the university is making money off of us, but what are we seeing from it? Besides, oh, you guys got a free education. What I'm like, in a way, how people say, well, you guys are given scholarships to play football and go to class. Like, you don't have to pay for anything. That is true. But at the same time, that's something that we earned. You know, I feel like it's. Any, I don't think anything in life is given to you. No. You know, you earn that. No. I've, I've earned that scholarship, that right to wear that block S on my chest or on my helmet. On my helmet. So um, don't don't take it for granted. Now, it is definitely a job. It's definitely a job because you have to still, when you're on scholarship, you still have to bust your butt day in and day out to make sure that you uphold the NC State, you know, guidelines of keeping that scholarship. So, mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy yeah. at all. So um, I feel like we had it a little bit harder on us than just being a regular student at NC State. So mm-hmm. I would literally probably definitely prefer the way the guys, you know, have it made now. Sure. For sure. Oh, for sure. Before we continue, I want to take a quick second to tell you about our sponsor, Flatlands Dress-Up Insurance Group, that has our whole world covered, with agents in five offices throughout eastern North Carolina to help you decide how much coverage you need, offering policies for home and auto, recreational vehicles, commercial, crop, health, life, and employee benefits. They are able to combine options to find a comprehensive solution that works for you. Flatlands Dress-Up protects the things you love so you can spend less time wearing and more time enjoying them. Find them on Facebook and Instagram at Flatlands Dress-Up. You can also visit their webpage at www.flatlandsdressup.com. So please make sure to go and check them out. So, sure. so, so tell me a little bit. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, you come to state, you redshirt in 2010, mm-hmm. which is definitely an interesting year for sure for NC State. I, I mean, definitely Word. one that uh, I still think about. Like, man, what a shoulda coulda. That, that was a mm-hmm. great defense, a great offense. Like Darrell Davis, Jarvis Williams, Owen Spencer. TJ Graham, sure. like that that team, that team should have that team should have won AC championship, no doubt about yeah, it. Yeah, we should. Yeah, um, we definitely yeah, should have. Should have for sure. Um, but good old Maryland. I know, good old who was who was the wide receiver from Maryland? Tory Smith. Tory Smith. Yeah, Tory Smith. Smith. Yep. Golly, that dude, that dude hung three hundred. <laughs> we couldn't figure that after his second or third man, touchdown. Listen, yeah. Tory Smith scorched us, man. You know, by himself, by himself. Oh yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. No. Well, and, and I mean, and and. Talk to me too. I mean, what was the feeling like in the locker room afterwards? Because I, I will say, because I'll um, give you a heads up too, Tobias, and I'll kind of tell you a little bit of a story too here. But okay. uh, I was, uh, my uncle drove the equipment truck for the football team. And so I was actually on the sidelines for that game, okay. hanging out with him. And a funny story is that Owen Spencer still holds it against me to this day, but Owen ran a corner route right towards me and uh, uh, literally threw it over his shoulder, didn't catch it was falling into the sidelines coming right at me. And of course I was uh, in eighth grade, eighth grade at the time, something like that. And so I literally just stepped to the side and Owen goes over, over the the bench. And I still remember thunder like yelling at me being like, like, you know, why didn't you stop him? I'm like, 
bro, like, you know, what are you talking right. about? And Owen still remembers that to this day. I joke you oh, not. He man. still remembers that to this day. But anyway, so so I, I was on silence, but I was not in that locker room. So so tell yeah. me, what was it like, man? I mean, just, oh, like, man, it was I mean, right for there. One, it, was a, it was there. It was there for us to, for the taking, man. But it's it was a cold game for one. It was freaking let me, cold. Let me, let me, let me oh put that God. out there. It was uh, cold. cold game, but. It was just like, man, we're in the locker room. Everybody's looking around like, does anybody have an answer for what do we need to do? Yeah. And, you know, I I was very, how can I say this? I I was blessed to be around a a bunch of group of guys, man, that that loved the game. But I was also around, I felt like we had a coaching staff half knew what what to do and like what we should do. But it was like, we were being very conservative when it came to play calling, you know, oh, yeah. and that bothered me. That bothered me a whole lot. It still bothers me to this day. Um, well, something's never changed, though. Device. Yes, you're right. <laughs> you're right. We're still pretty conservative. Yeah. Well, because we got up early in that game. We were up like 10 nothing, 14 nothing, something yes. like that early. Yeah, yep. so. we was up early. Then after that, man, we just couldn't – we couldn't get anything going. Yeah. So for that to happen, I felt like not only did we get outplayed, but we got outcoached. Um, and I just speak facts when it comes to that, man. I mean, we, we was a very conservative team. Um, I felt like we were limited as players. Um, I mean, man, it, it's so much I can go on and on and on about. Trust me. Um, yeah. but we had no answers. We had no answers, man. And we thought we did. We go out, Tori Smith, he scorched us. You know, and and hats off to him. Um, great guy. Came across him a couple times when I was in the league, and uh, great guy. Great guy, man. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk a little bit now. Uh, you know about you know when you start finally playing. So you know, 2011, first game at home against Liberty. Uh, you know, scorching 43, turning 21. But talk talk to me about you know you know what was your reaction like? You know, being because like one of the things which I want to remind people at the time, which I kind of. Like, I love the Dave Dorn, you know, the swag, you know, serve, yeah. you know, to come out. But I, I got to be honest and be like, you know, I loved it when the guys were in the tunnel and then they started the smoke and it filled the smoke and then the guys ran mm-hmm. out and, you know, patted the wolf on the way. Like, mm-hmm. ooh, that was, that was sick. So, but so, I mean, talk to me about that experience the first time running out of the tunnel, man. Oh, man. Uh, first time running out, man. It was, it was definitely an experience I'll never forget. Um, nice. And it, it, it was good, man. Just, just really finally running out and I'm like, I'm here. This is this is what I worked for. This is why I went through all the the days of Georgia military, um, doing going through the days that I did that I wanted to give up, but I'm here. Um, and so that right there is already a, a hurdle that I overcame um, just yeah. to get out of there. Because I mean, most guys, man, you go have to take that detour route. They give up. They give up on their dream. But I knew I had bigger things I wanted to accomplish. So, mm-hmm. man, running out. Hearing sixty thousand plus, well, is it is it sixty thousand plus now or fifty eight? But we'll, we'll call say 60. sixty, right? Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Just just seeing all these people, man. Um, now it's just okay, just taking in the moment, enjoying it, and then now at this point, whenever my number is called, just being able to go in and have tunnel vision and block everything out, and um, yeah. I enjoyed it, man. I really do. Still miss it. I really do. Yeah. Uh, I felt like the smoke compared to the way they do the little swag surf thing that you was mentioning. It's a little different. It's a little yeah. different. It's a different feeling. So yeah. um, definitely. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. So, you know, and, t- and tell me too, Tobias, you know, uh, I want to kind of talk about this before we wrap up this first part, but one of the biggest things, which, you know, I would, I had conversations multiple times with multiple people, mm-hmm. including uh, one guy being smoke that, that I know, you know, uh, you that's know, my uh, guy, Wayne Huber, <laughs> uh, assistant equipment manager of state uh, still there. You know, I still remember talking to him and he's talking to him about that year. And he swears that, man, if we would have had Russell Wilson that year, we would have won the AC that year. And I was like, oh, <sighs> I mean, <laughs> All right. I'm like, don't go stirring the no, pot. I'm like, not, don't go stir in the no, pot. I'm not. Hey. Man, but, yeah. but again, I mean, I mean, just, I mean, to me, I mean, again, I felt like that, you know, we lost a lot of pieces that year. Obviously, you know, losing, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Nate Irving was a big one. I mean, that was the centerpiece right. of your defense for sure. And then losing three wide receivers, Darrell Davis, Owen Spencer, and Jarvis Williams all gone. Right. Uh, you know, uh, lost a couple offensive pieces, a couple defensive pieces for sure. But, you know, uh, and, and too, I mean, again, I mean, Mike Lennon, he had a heck of a year that year too, uh, mm-hmm. you know. So, I mean, it, it's – to me, I just – I don't, you know, I don't know how much of a difference, you know, it would have really made, you know, in, in my eyes. But, again, you know, don't necessarily need to comment too much, you know, specifically. But I just wanted to kind of get your thoughts, you know, you know, when you heard the my news, thoughts. you know, Russell was go- moving on, you know, like – um, I was disappointed. I'm not going to lie. Um, okay. And it's, it's just being honest, man. I was disappointed because I was looking forward to building more chemistry with Russell. Um, we had built some chemistry, uh, within bowl practice. Um, and Russell, I remember Russell coming up to me and talking to me. He's like, man, look, next year we're going to kill it. We're going to be on, we're going to be doing what we're supposed yeah. to do. We're going to make this thing right. Mm-hmm. Then we got the news. Was that the, that, that was the Papa John's bowl, right? That was the, uh, sports bowl, the champ sports champs bowl. bowl champs, oh, champs, champs. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. In Orlando. Um, okay, got, it. got the news, man. I mean, love Mike G to death, you know? I love him. You know, Mike G is a great guy, great guy, great quarterback, great player. Yeah. But they are different players. They are different style quarterbacks. You know, completely um, different. Yeah. So within the game now, you got to have some type of threat with your feet. If you don't have a a big old line that's going to block for you, that rare, that rarely gives up sacks, you got to run. You got to make plays with your feet, and that was the difference. That was a better. That was the bigger difference. Of you know, Mike G, big arm can sling it. But mm-hmm. when it was time when we played Florida State, when they blitzing, can he get out of get out of those uh you know those blitzes? Can he can he make some plays with his feet? He yeah. couldn't, you know, and and that was the difference between him and Russell. Man, uh, Russell made plays, and man, it was just it was it was a different spark when you're on the field with Russ. He's scrambling, and you see him maneuvering out of the pocket, and all he does is give you that hand signal to either go deep or keep coming back and. Man, it's it was just just having those little bit of time, that little bit of time with him at bowl practices. Man, it was it was definitely fulfilling. Uh, I enjoyed it, and I never forget that. And um, you know, wish I could have definitely played with him for sure. Yeah. No. Well, hey, you know, you you, you know, I, I do kind of ask you as well. I mean, are you shocked at all with with what's going on with Russell right now in the NFL? Man, I mean, I think all of us NC State are like, holy crap, who is this guy? Like, in, you know, in like, a way, yes. Guy? Yeah, yeah. In, in in a way, yes, I am shocked because uh, I think Russ now he's he's having to adjust to a different team. I mean, this is yeah. his second team, uh, you know, his second team that he's been with, and now they he's trying to adjust to them. They're trying to adjust to him, and you know, who's to say that it was going to be a great year? You know, sometimes you need years or you need game like a year like this to really come together as a group. 
and, 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 and figure it out. You know, um, yeah. when he went to Seattle, you think about it, uh, they didn't win it the first year. No, they made, they made a run. Uh, second year, I believe they made it to the Super Bowl. I'm assuming. And then yeah, I yeah, think, yeah, yeah, because they went back to went back, back to back Super Bowls, which they should have been back to back Super Bowl champions. But, um, <laughs> you know, that's another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, yeah uh, I'm not shocked, man. And I know Russell bounced back. I know, man, he's a he's a big guy and he's a big religious guy, man. He has a big faith, man. He really does. And I mean, believe it or not, man, Russ has a big heart and he always wants to see other people, you know, do great and succeed and be successful. And, you know, as much as he puts on himself, man, I'm sure he he puts the same pressure on the guys that he's playing out there with. So yeah, I wouldn't be shocked, man. I'm, I'm, I'm shocked in a way that how he's playing, but at the same time, I feel like he's going to bounce back and he's going to be all right. Love it. And and last thing before we wrap it up, I mean, you look at Mike G, like like you call him, right? Mm-hmm. I like that Mike G. Um, <laughs> but he's played in like so many different systems, right? right. So it's it's really hard as a as a quarterback to to master. And they say it takes two or three years to master a system, Definitely right? And does. So if you're constantly doing new systems, it makes it really hard. There's lots of quarterbacks out there. Um, the one that I think of, um, he, he played for Washington. He went to Auburn. I I can't. Um, Jason uh, went to Washington. Darn. Played for Auburn. Oh, yeah. Um, he had like five different coordinators in five years. Wow. Um, he was he was a really good quarterback. I cannot think of his name. But the point of the the point of the story was, it you have to have that rhythm, you right? Do. You have to, you know, there's, you know, Peyton Manning through to Marvin Harrison a thousand times. You know, Jerry Rice to you know Montana, uh, uh, Montana Jerry Rice. They get that rhythm mm-hmm. and they just learn each other. And so, um, to your point, it you know it's going to take some time for Russ to to get used to his receivers. Correct. Plus. He lost two or three receivers. Correct. You know, he lost guys that he was counting on and running backs, and mm-hmm. there was a lot put on his shoulders. Right. And of course, then the co- coach gets fired, mm-hmm. and it's just you know you chalk it up mm-hmm. and you move on and get it done. And I felt year. like he looked he looked a little bit uncomfortable in the system. Um, it's a different system for him. Definitely. Um, like you said, he's having to adjust and figure out. You know, okay, figure out his guys. Once he does that, then I mean, it, it's it's going to turn around. Yeah. No, I mean, definitely, definitely going from, you know, borderline MVP candidate early last year to, you know, being mm-hmm. last place in the NFL in points per game. I mean, that's, uh, whew, that's a, that's definitely a kick for sure. So, yeah, but yeah, no, sure. definitely, definitely still have all the faith for sure. No doubt about it. So, oh, yeah. uh, so with that being said, Wolfpack Nation, we're going to take a pause right there. And again, we'll continue our interview with Tobias here in part two. So make sure if you haven't already again, you know, to make sure you don't miss out whenever we release part two, make sure you all you have to do is hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell. So you're notified on all your devices whenever we go live with any Tuffy Talk content. And also, too, if you enjoyed this video, make sure to hit that like button if you don't mind. And also to uh, give us a follow Tuffy Talk now, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, Tobias, I want to give you an opportunity, man. Anything, you know, you know, you want to plug in here, man, uh, you know, any any way that uh, Instate fans can support you or find you? Uh, well, I can be found on Instagram at uh, T10Palmer or T4Palmer. So I got two different ones. Okay. And, you know, I'm still on Twitter at uh, TP underscore for Heisman. So uh, if you guys want to follow me, follow me. Yep. And uh, hopefully, man, we can uh, I can get myself back out there at NC State. Hopefully they allow me to coach over there. Oh, oh, we're definitely talking about that part two, baby. <laughs> All right. With that being said, we'll see you all for part two, baby. Go Pack.